Hey everybody, this is uh, Kevin, a podcast for me, as well as a podcast I curated for myself, as well as a podcast for you. I'm your host, Kevin, also known as K-Dog, also known as K-Dizzle, also known as the guy who makes podcasts by himself, sad face. Anyways, it's been a while since I made a podcast. I made a podcast two weeks ago. It seems like I've gotten into this rhythm of every two weeks. But um, last week, I had a little bit of computer failure. My uh, dog ate, this sounds cliche, doesn't it? My dog ate the um, power cord from my laptop. So I could record from my phone, but I was like, ah, just wait until my uh, charger came in, which we ordered. Uh, let's see here. I watched the Super Bowl. I, I meant to talk about that last week. It was pretty fun. Got into some riveting conversations. My friend made fun of the Super Bowl the whole time. The Super Bowl was inter- terribly boring. It was like, um, oh, let me tell the date. The date is 2 10 2019. Anyways, um, I was going to say, yeah, the Super Bowl sucked. Uh, it was boring. Um, it was a defensive game, which isn't too bad. But uh, you want to you want to see some plays come out, you know, some some great throw or something like that come out. The commercials sucked, and I guess um, primarily the reason why a lot of that sucked was um, was the fact that I guess people were protesting that F- NFL still because uh, Kaepernick he was a uh, I don't know they're just protesting the NFL because they think it's a racist organization who is made up of primarily black people but i guess a racist you know the cool thing about nfl and the olympics and basketball nowadays is truly um equality in the sense of races because only the best are playing it's not like when you see um a black guy being like a running back or something like that that there should have been 10 other white guys in the running no, it's because that black guy's the best, and that's who the team they drafted. You know, that's who they got. If no shit, all the Asian people in the world were super athletes at football, I can guarantee that team would be made of Chinese like nationals or whatever. You know, that's how the nature of football is, and Olympics too. I mean, well, for America at least. I mean, you're gonna have the best of the best, and so with. If it's a black dude running, you know, so be it. You know, it's not like there was 10 other white guys who could have took that position. They were the best of the best, and that's who who we put forward, you know. So there's something to be said there, you know. But, like, you know, whatever. Because of that, the NFL Super Bowl sucked. All the commercials sucked. And then you had this halftime um, show, which was uh, Adam Levine from Maroon 5 dancing around, shaking his hips without a shirt, showing his male bod. And he's got quite the physique, but I mean, like, who is your demographic watching the Super Bowl? Is it A, dudes, or B, women? I know you want to go transgender and everything, but I mean, saying, who's the who's the majority watching this fucking show? You know, I'm pretty confident it's male. So do you think the majority of the audience wanted to see A, Adam Levine shake his body, talking about how he wants to get with some girl? No. Fuck no. And granted, I'm not sexist against uh, dudes being on the Super Bowl, but, I mean, 
You need something more uppity. I, I don't know. More of a party. I don't think I'm listening to at a Maroon 5 like at a party. Maybe. I don't know, man. I, I just didn't like it at all. I'm, this was a weak fucking Super Bowl halftime. The commercial sucked. The game sucked. And that's it. You know, things to walk away from was Tom Brady, you know, wins six Super Bowls. That's a 621. And it sucks, too, because, like, Super football is such a hard thing. You know, it's not an easy sport to play. And usually only the best of the best can get in there. Um, and to win a Super Bowl, that's even more hard. A lot of pieces have to come together for you to win a Super Bowl. Tom Brady's gotten six wins. It's the most in history. He just beat some other guy for it. Six Super Bowls, it sucks to be his son because nothing you do in life will ever, ever, ever be near that, you know? Six Bowl, Super Bowl worthy, you know? I mean, quite honestly, he'd have to cure cancer to be in the running next to an awesomest person, you know? So hopefully they've taught him to meditate and learn about identity and who who is one's ego and everything like that because if that kid even has a hint of an ego... And says, you know, I want to be famous. Yeah, he's in for a rude fucking awakening. His dad is way more famous than he'll ever be. It sucks, too, because Super Bowl is such an extreme that I'm pretty confident that if he won back-to-back NBA basketball championships, that shit won't even carry a breath of what Tom Brady has accomplished. You know, Michael Jordan's pretty tight, but he's not Tom Brady tight. <laughs> Tom Brady's so fucking good at football that... People hate him. <laughs> I mean, that's why they. That's why he's uh, so good. He's so good. You hate him. That's that's pretty good. I mean, Mayweather's achieved that, and you know, whatever. If you have any disagreements with what I'm saying, you can get me at the podcast. I'm a. I'm at a podcast for me uh, on the Facebook. I'm at a podcast for me. So basically, it's a podcast for me. So I just use the word podcast for me. I just condense it into one whole word at twitter you know i'm on the gmail you could be podcast for me at gmail.com you can leave me a review on the itunes or wherever you listen to podcasts and that's cool but um yeah those are my thoughts on my uh last two weeks uh i'm uh, closing in on my uh 100 burpee challenge a day and um you know what's weird is like i'll do 30 in a row and i'm fucking tired as fuck feels like i don't make progress but i did start out at 10 take doing in intervals of 10 now i'm at 30 you know i don't even know if i want to push to 40 uh now i'm doing the plank challenge so i'm doing plank every 30 minutes a day i'll do that for like 30 days and uh i got a weak core that's what i got going on um how's the kid uh he was in a commercial but only as an audition and then he was supposed to be in a commercial for um, some piano thing, you know, some guy, local guy. It's not like uh, we're big timing over here. <laughs> My kid, when he says a, uh, in a commercial, he'll say something like this. Uh, he's supposed to say, hi, my name is Seth, you know, and I invite you to the uh, school or San Marco School of Music or some shit like that, right? And that's it, you know, because he's in, you know, music class for piano. And uh, he says it like this. Hi. My name is Seth. Oh, I invite you to the... And he kind of forgets, like I just did. San Marcos School of Music. You know, and I was like trying to be like snazzy with him. I'm like, this is how you got to do it, Seth. You're like, hi, I'm Seth. And I invite you to the San Marcos School of Music. Eh, you know, something like that. 
He thinks it's goofy. He got he takes himself way too seriously. I don't know where he got that from. That's not me at all. Very self-deprecating, but whatever. Um, there's not much for news this time around, so most of this podcast is going to be a rant. But if you're listening to this podcast uh, already and you've already listened to my others, holy shit, most of the things I do are rants. You know, but this is the first time you're listening to this goddamn podcast. It's basically, uh, I talk about the news, if I could find anything other than Trump, Jesus, you know, um, and then I rant about other shit that I came up with, and I got some car thoughts here and there, meaning I recorded some of my podcasts in my car only because of time, and I had some good thoughts this time around that I'm going to add, you know, <laughs> some, good, some funny shits, you know. Something about bag of dicks. Yeah, uh, I curse a lot, so if you're not down for some cursing, uh, earmuffs. Anyways, let's get into some news. Let me, uh, let me click on my thing. My thing. People are destroying Gordon Ramsay for opening authentic, in quotations, Asian restaurant. So this isn't even much of an article. It's basically, literally, it actually is news if you think about it. It did just report... That uh, Gordon Ramsay um, opened an authentic uh, Asian restaurant, but he doesn't. His head chef isn't Asian, so you know people railing against him for um, you know bitch like saying that he opened a, an authentic Asian restaurant. And so the thought is, how do you have an Asian restaurant unless the fucking person, the head chef, should be Asian, right? And I guess I mean he should have just said an Asian restaurant, an authentic Asian re- restaurant in the in the in the scope of just food. I mean, it's it's tough because people like to bitch and moan about things nowadays, and they want to like just quickly attack as opposed to like try to understand the nuances of what Gordon Ramsay was saying. It's not like the motherfucker was. Um, uh, has a like doctorates and how to talkology you know he's on a fucking tv show where he yells at people half the time and he cooks he cooks really good he's got skills so he opens a restaurant with an asian uh what they calls it authentic i mean you could say authentic as in they make asian food that's authentic to the culture that it is but because gordon ramsay has committed the ultimate sis uh the, the ultimate um sin of being born as a white man and successful as well as straight we need to fucking rip his nuts off and shove it down his throat because how dare he be any of the following white straight uh fucking successful and uh fuck him you know how dare he you know like uh he he wouldn't have gotten there unless he was white i'm all like how many fucking white people exist you know i mean like (laughs) there's only really one gordon ramsay i mean there's a lot of white people out there but they're not fucking gordon ramsay you know whatever we have to shit on him uh he doesn't have an asian chef i mean should he since he's quote authentic i don't know maybe he should have and maybe he did say and because the the story is sparse it just wants to get you to click on the story just so you look at it but it's basically, oh, how dare he? He's white. Ugh. Saying Asian restaurant. It really is just trying to get a racism angle in the, in that respect. It was, it's not even trying to report any kind of news. Homeboy could have probably said it's authentic in the sense of making food, you know, which would have kind of been all right. But we don't work that way. We just have to take bits and pieces of what you say. If you would have said something like, I pushed a kid. And you're like, oh, how dare you push a kid out of the way of a fucking car, you know, and he saved his life. You know, you had the entire sentence, you know, there's context to what I just said when I said I pushed a kid. But then you, 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 
what the news does and most people nowadays has gotten to a laser focused thing towards negativity where you have to say oh you pushed a kid fuck you need to die nazi style fucking let's get you in a fucking camp or some sort sort like that because jesus doesn't exist there's no such thing as forgiveness there's no sense of understanding fuck everybody and everything that is the that is the world we live in right now so like if you're a um if you're listening to this in the future maybe we've gotten out of that but no as of now 210 2019 at 134 p.m we're still at the phase of we see a couple of words in a sentence and we're fucking go ballistic all these fucking assholes came after this guy and like i mean not for nothing but gordon ramsay's a good cook but he's not a good talker vivian at uh at the, at the twitter she goes i like you gordon ramsay but how are you gonna open an authentic in quotations asian restaurant without an asian chef tears tears let's see what else people say well the asian social network very articulate throughout this 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 comment to uh, kind of just you know push the point home just in case you didn't know no 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 three exclamation marks nope three exclamation marks very well calculated uh social asian stupid network you know and like it's like oh you're racist because you called that stupid no that was dumb how like because he said he made an asian a fucking thing you just want to shit on him because he's white here's another one here's here's asian because it gives it validity in the article that's that's the 90 percent of her fucking news comes from twitter comments we've uh, kind of cherry-picked to forward the narrative of how racist gordon ramsay is with when he's not so here we go chung sito on Twitter, it goes, no, with three exclamation marks. Another celeb makes profits off Asian culture and food without Asians at the table? How authentic can it be? Gordon Ramsay's cooking up another restaurant, and some people are not quite sure how he's going to pull this one off. There's a lot of exclamation marks, so I'm giving a little levity to it, you know. But she's pretty uh, hardcore. 214 people are talking about what she said. Jeff Yang says some shit. What the fuck you are. Certifies it must be something. Here's Mr. X. I don't know who the fuck this is. Would you prefer he did American food, Asian food? Everyone knows when you eat Asian food in another country, then go to that country and eat what the locals just call food. It's different. He's just trying to bridge the gap. He's not appropriating or being racist. Just hush. Holy shit. Mr. X has a different opinion than most people. So they, at least they give different opinions, you know. This is the one guy, though. That's all, Oddly enough, I, I was picking out um, random Asian people. But, like, when you scroll down, it's all Asian people talking shit. Ah, here, here's another one. Authentic means the food and spices, not the race of the people, moron. Eh, that's good. I don't think calling each other bad words and bad names is anything. Uh, thing to notice, destroying was in the headline. That's something I'll bring up later on um, as we go further in our rant. Um, so it's been a while since I've done the podcast. So a bunch of shit went down that I wanted to comment on. And uh, one thing I wanted to comment on was this uh, teen wearing a MAGA hat. Has disrespected veteran. I, I didn't even know it was a veteran. Native American American's face. You forgot to use that uh, apostrophe, but whatever. 
what happened? So, um, in the news, this is this all like cycled out. So shit's already happened, but people are still being stupid about things. So there's these um, Catholic dudes, and they're protesting whatever the fuck they're protesting. Not protesting Native Americans. They're protesting maybe abortion or something like that, something religious-y, whatever the fuck, right? And some of them were wearing MAGA hats. You know, there's a lot of MAGA hats in that area, so they just wanted to be dicks. They went all the way with it. They're like 16. They're under, they're under 18, okay? So they're a bunch of fucking kids. And if people want to forward the narrative of they ain't kids, they're fucking... 16 that's that's grown up enough and i'm like well grown up enough but if you are you know 18 and you have sex with a 16 year old in the state of california you go to jail buddy so let's let's be real about who's a kid and what's a kid you know and and if you're a human being that possesses like i don't know an intellect of any of anything you know that when you were 16 that you're an idiot you know like i mean i can't understand how people would say at 16, I knew everything, and I still do. Who's that douchebag? Who's that guy who says, or girl, says, you know what? When I was 13, I knew shit. I knew everything. That's preposterous. You were an idiot then, you know? And you want to use a derogatory term as idiot? You could say you weren't as knowledgeable as you are now. That sounds more, you know, progressive, right? But in either instance, as a 16-year-old to a however the fuck, that guy looks old. I'm going to say 60, but maybe life's been rough on him. Let's say he's 50. Um, so these guys are protesting with their fucking stupid hats. And uh, this Indian guy uh, starts playing his drum with his friends and are fucking doing chant. Oh, yeah, 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 Doom, 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 doom beating their drums and shit and they're walking towards these kids these kids are protesting or whatever the fuck they're doing you know and uh they ha they're not moving they're just in one spot right so this indian dude comes up to him he's walking to him it's not like they came to him they're they're there he's just happened ba by them and he starts playing this fucking drum he's playing a drum by the way and he starts beating his drum in front of this kid and um so hard so like when you watch the video you can youtube it maybe maybe you can't i don't know maybe you got purged if you're listening to this in the future but he's beating this goddamn drum so hard that the kid's blinking his eyes from the impact so if i beat a drum in your face you get a blink because it's fucking very aggressive so here you got a 16 year old idiot whatever protesting whatever the fuck and he's just standing there and this fucking Indian dude, who's way many times older than him, looks like a thousand, but whatever, he's 50. Maybe, I don't know. Um, he's coming up and he starts beating his drum in front of him. This kid is, um, he's surrounded by other kids. And if you watch the video, he's not able to move out of the way or anything like that. But what's he supposed to do? He's there to represent his God and Lord and Savior, protest, whatever the fuck, right? And this fucking old guy starts beating his drum in front of you. Now, granted, he could have probably walked away, maybe. But, I mean, you're 16, you're a dude. You don't want to back down. And you, what, why has he got to back down? He was in his spot. If I came up to you and beat a drum in your face, and I'm waiting for you to move, and you're not moving, I'm going to keep beating my drum. You're gonna, and We're in some kind of a weird thing where you're just standing there, and I'm beating a drum in your face. Now... Is it supposed like are you supposed to move because I'm beating a drum in your face? Okay, that's cool. I'm still an asshole. You know, the kid is he an asshole? He's just smiling. He's smiling because he doesn't know what the fuck to do. 
He's what, 16, 15? I don't know. He's young. Young as fuck. Does he know how to, um, I don't know, attack people? Is he a fighter? I don't think so. He looks like a little, you know, kid, really. He's got a drum beam beat in his face. So he smiles. An uncomfortable smile is all he got. Because he doesn't know shit. And this fucking guy is picking on him with this fucking drum. It comes out in the news that this kid's a fucking racist. He's not really a racist, by the way. He's a fucking racist because he's wearing that god-awful hat. And he's smiling at the Indian. So people are thinking, oh man, how dare he? How dare fucking he be white? That was his first crime right there. You don't fucking be white. How dare fucking you? Oh, he's male, too. Oh, that really fucking sucks. You know? And then, um, so, he's coming after him. He's beating his fucking drum, and he's fucking smiling. Oh, shit, he's fucking shitting all of Native America. They see the MAGA hat. They're thinking he went to a reservation and fucking started smirking at um, (laughs) Native Americans or whatever. And uh, people are calling for this guy's murder. You know, they're like, "Oh, fuck it, we gotta, we gotta put his address out. We gotta." A, a term for that is doxing. So we're like, "We gotta dox this kid, get his address out, and all that shit." We fucking, we, he deserves to be punched in the face. These are actual celebrities that are older than him. They're like in their fifties or whatever. They're saying he should be beat up just from a fucking image. You know, the news comes out and says, "Oh man, this more of the news. Like more of the videos start coming out, and they're showing that this fucking the aggressor of this is actually." the native american you know and if you don't if you don't understand that you're a buffoon because here you have a a fucking child and a group of children fucking protesting or whatever staying in one spot and i'm gonna walk up on him beating my fucking drum until i got to him i get to him i start beating my fucking drum into him what happens if that was a girl say it was a 13 year old they're fucking beating you're beating a drum into her face and then she starts to cry what the fuck is that so the kid instead of crying just smiles would it have been better if he cried oh he fucking deserved it because he was white you know i'm sick and tired of this fucking shit we're bullying white people for no fucking reason now i get it you know they fucking did some shit back then back in the day but i'm pretty sure 16 year old kid didn't do shit and so you could say he's he he got to where he was because of his parents 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 before them did some bad shit that's pretty fucked up you know i mean so you know grand your ancestors did some shit so forever you're you're just fucked because you're born a certain born in that 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 race you know it's like we we're going through the same thought process of racism instead now instead of me judging you by a color i'm judging you by a color well shit it is still the same thing as racism instead of judging you by a color and where you came from that's the same thing because you're white yeah I don't know. It's just a weird thing. You know, a bunch of white people came up on some black people that weren't, you know, technically advanced and took enslaved them. And now you have a bunch of white people getting like yelled at and shit in our society. It's the best thing you got in our because we have a society. If it all went backwards, I mean, it would shit. That kid would have got his ass kicked. You know, that'd be terrible. But since we have a society, the worst thing a person can get really in our society nowadays in a public forum is getting yelled at and shit. It's only a matter of time before we devolve and start fucking killing people. I mean, that's how it all starts. You know, eh, maybe I'm overreacting. I don't know. But when you're fucking beating a goddamn drum in front of a 16-year-old, you know, and he's smiling. And then you come out of that like, hey, yeah, that, that white kid is a bad guy. Yeah, you, you, you fooled yourself at that time. You're a fool for thinking that.
Alright, um, let's see what I got. He's fucking smile. What the fuck is he gonna do? The other kids are acting like buffoons, too. What are they gonna do? Uh, news story. <clears throat> Rob Lowe deletes tweet mocking Elizabeth Warren after backlash. There's not much in the in the news this uh, this time around, but uh, I got this. So Elizabeth Warren, if you had a little bit background, she said she was Indian and uh, filed for colleges to get Indian grants and shit like that. And um, people made fun of her and said, you're not really Indian because she's super white, you know? So... She does it, I mean, after a lot of ridicule, you know, you're, you're not Indian, you're, you're just a white person pretending to be Indian. She goes and does a, uh, a test, right, a genetic test, because we could do that in the year 2019. Is it real? Is it not? I don't know. But as far as tests go, they went and uh, did a test to them and said uh, she is 1 164th Indian. I mean, she's so far removed, like... I mean, she's not one sixth, one eight. She's one one sixty fourth. I mean, that's like you're not even that. You know, you're not even half sixth, eighth, tenth, a sixty fourth, whatever, one sixty fourth or something like that. It's terrible, you know. So she apologized to the Cherokee Nation. She says she's gonna be a, a president. She wants. I'm announcing that I'm gonna be president. We all know this is bullshit. That's not gonna go anywhere. Everyone's gonna know that you're a liar of what you've said. You know, you, you're you've been ran through the mud. Should. Man, you're fucked. But anyway, so Rob Lowe throws out a joke. He goes, she's she's going to take new meaning to chief commander, you know, commander-in-chief, you know, because the Indian and everything like that. He made a joke, and people were like, no, that's fucked up, Rob Lowe, and da-da-da-da-da. I mean, it's not like he was racist or anything. He just said something in the context of joke. I just want to tell you guys this because I want you to get an eye in the society that we're in now. Rob Lowe makes a joke and it turns out he's racist in some way, shape, or form. I just wanted to say, once again, if you're a white guy and you're male and you're straight, it fucking sucks to be you. I am not any of those, but man, well, what do you mean? I'm straight. I mean, fuck. But I mean, like, it, man, that is the demographic that's being attacked nowadays. Any excuse to fucking fucking get these guys is, it's out there. The guy made a, like, a joke. He deleted the, the tweet. He backed down. So that's how shitty he is. And people are like, you better delete the tweet. Because if you didn't, man, the only reason you deleted the tweet is because you got caught. What the fuck ever. You know? All right. What else we got going on? Tell me that's it for news because the news is real dumb nowadays it just is there's nothing i'm giving you you know <laughs> oh here we go here we go um so they got this wall and uh where is this at arizona right arizona come on why is my shit not working top notch uh arizona yeah so there's this wall in arizona and they put a bunch of barbed wire on the fence and people are calling to remove the barbed wire because this is fucking crazy it's uh, lethal and blah, 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 blah. And the city has had enough. So, one, I don't think it, they should have put Razor on it to begin with. What a waste of money that was. Right? I think that was a waste of money, but whatever. So what if you got the, the Razors are there now. So we're going to pay even more money to remove the Razors. And I'm like, why? Why would we remove it if they're already there? Let's have a conversation about that. So you're, you're finally, you don't want walls anymore. Is that what you're saying? No walls, open borders. Okay, fine. Then say that. Don't say these barbed wires is enough. No, say say the words that w is what you're doing. 
You want to take more money and remove the fucking barbed wire. Why stop there? Remove the wall. Let's have open borders. Because the point of those walls and the in the fucking razor wire or whatever is to keep people out. Although it doesn't. You know, but the the idea behind it is you can't cross there. You got to go to an area where you can cross. That is the purpose of the the wall and the and the barbed wire. That's the purpose, right? So if you say by removing an aspect of that wall that's you, that's already there, in fact, what you should have argued was not having the fucking barbed wire to begin with, but it's already there. Now, asking for its removal, now you're just wasting money, unless you are saying that you don't want a wall, you don't want a fence, you want the border to be open, then say that. I, I'm sick and tired of the illustrations of our argument. We're really just saying one aspect of what we're trying to say, but we're not saying the full spectrum. If by moving the barbed wire, what do you gain out of it? You paid money already to have it. What are you saying? You want the barbed wire? And, f and for what? Oh, so that people can, you know, jump over. Then why do they need to jump over? Take off the wall. <laughs> okay. And then why do we even make a thing of it? Why do we even have immigration then? We can save so much money. If you want to take off the wall and immigration and all that shit, then let's do that. And that's what you want. Now, If you want to shore up the walls and, and put barbed wire and everything, I mean, go ahead and do it. But I don't even think that's possible. But um, then go with that direction then. Make more walls. You know, whatever the fuck. Make another wall. <laughs> That'd be funny. You jump that wall and then boom, there's another wall right next to it. That's really what they should do is keep a wall, <laughs> create a wall right next to it. So if you jump over, you have no room to climb. It's just a prison, you know, and then you get them out. You know, they can walk all the way towards where it, it leads you, you know. I mean, I don't know. We're, we're so confused on how we want to police our borders. Do we want to police our borders? Then yes, and create these walls and such and methods of like stopping it so people can't get across. You know, I mean, what, and, and and use lethal force if necessary, because that's what you want, right? All right. Oh, but it, say, you know, I don't want lethal force. Then what are we doing? We're, I mean, what, what deterrent more than, you know, death if you cross the fucking thing? Now, that's a big deterrent as well as the fucking deterrent of actually dying. You know, if, if that's what you want to go, let's go to the other way. Let's not have a wall at all. If, you, if you're against a wall or this or more people or whatever, just no, you're wasting time. Just remove the wall, you know, and don't get it twisted. I'm not the guy who's like, I need the wall. I don't need the wall. I don't care. I just want a full measure, not a half measure. Putting barbed wire isn't really doing much. You're just adding and maybe they could do this. Maybe they could do that. Now, you put fucking a minefield out there, you're going to fix it, you know. Now... Removing barbed wire, arguing and complaining, that doesn't do anything. Remove the fucking wall itself. Remove border patrol. Remove immigration. Get rid of that. And just have an open border, you know? I mean, either way, do something. Not something of a something, you know? Whatever on that. Let's do, let's do this. What are we doing here? Oh, yeah, I was going to... Back to the Gordon Ramsay thing. It's kind of a dumb thing that uh, I don't even want to argue this. I think that's dumb, anyways. But like, I mean, the the guy who invented football isn't black. He, you know, he's a white guy, and black people usually play that game 
to to the max, you know. So I mean, like, all because you said you're gonna make an Asian restaurant. Does it have to be an Asian guy who, or can it just be the best guy who can make the Asian food? And if it so happens it's an Asian guy, so let it be. If not, hey man, that's just something that happens, you know. You don't say the NFL has to only be played by white people. That would be racist. And the best of the best are so happens to be black people most most often than not. Unless you're Tom Brady. He's a white guy. He's amazing. But um, he's just one out of many. But there's way more black people. So that means that more black people play that game better than white people. That's all that means. And so, I mean, it was created by white people. You wouldn't have that if you didn't have, you know, equality of uh, opportunity. You know, he... Only the best can be doing this thing. So if fucking Gordon Ramsay opens an Asian restaurant and the best of the best is some white dude or whatever, fucking let it be. Why does it got to be a thing in which it has to be an Asian person? At that point, you're being racist, you know, towards the outcome of what you're trying to do. Now, if you're casting for just Asian people only, so be it. But he's trying to get the best cook that makes best Asian food. And if it so happens to be in good Asian food, because sometimes... You go to a country where they have their food, and it's not that good. Like, I went to China, and I ate Chinese food. It wasn't as good as Chinese food in America. I mean, that's just plain and simple. You know, um, I don't know. Let's see. That's all I got. I went to Japan. I think the sushi in America is better than the sushi there. So, I mean, what the fuck ever. Who, the best one who can make that food wins. That's how it should be. Anyways, let's move past this. Let me get into some riff section. Section of the riffs. Anyways, so I got some notes down I came up with. I got the uh, double standards. I've noticed that. Okay, so Captain Captain Marvel's coming out as a movie that is coming out. That's happening. Happening in March, I think, or April. I forgot. I think March. And um, I've seen some comparisons here. And um, uh, they have this thing in which she doesn't, like, she she looks okay. She's pretty, whatever. But usually, if you're playing a comic book character, you're usually more athletic looking. More of a, you have more of a physique. I mean, at the time, right now, you can Google uh, uh, Jason Momoa body. You know, how to get that Jason Momoa body for Aquaman. Or how to get that Captain America body for Captain America. Or how to get the... What is his name? Star Lord body from part, part, uh, was it Guardians of the Galaxy and how to get that you know Dave Bautista body you know from the Guardians of the Galaxy or you know just basically everyone's pretty fucking athletic. No one's like a fat person. No one's like an average looking person. They look like fucking stellar athletes, you know. And you could Google how to become that. Right? It's not like you. Like, I mean, with the right diet and exercise, you can pretty much get steroids. You can get that, you know. But um, there you – and then you have Captain Marvel, right? And here, here is where double standards come into play. People are like, oh, she looks pretty average. And people are like, oh, your body's shaming. You're doing this and that and what have you. I'm like, what the fuck? Do you think Chris Pratt wanted to work out? Do you think Chris Pratt wanted to be looking like Star-Lord like when he was working out and everything? Now he's like looking good and getting movies and everything. But he worked for that. That shit isn't like he sneezed and he became that way. He's a, he was a fat dude. Like look at him in Parks and Recreation. The show right like before he was in – uh guardians of the galaxy he was a fat dude he just looked like 
you know, your average lazy guy, you know. And then so when he got the role to play lead in a Marvel movie, he wanted to look like a comic book character. So he worked out really hard, ate chicken and broccoli, all that bullshit. And then you got average girl, Captain Marvel, played by whatever the fuck her name is. I, I forgot her name. And she's fucking average, man. She needs to do some squats or some deadlifts or something. But she's an average looking chick. And it became a thing in which we're just like shitting all it. Everybody's saying, why she looks so average? How dare they? Oh, how dare Chris Hemsworth work out for Thor? How dare, you know, all these Iron Man? Look at that motherfucker. He's just a fucking guy who wears a suit and is smart. But like, look at his body. It's fucking, he has all the six pack in the world, you know? <laughs> I mean, he didn't just get like that because he was always in that shape. He worked out to get in that shape. I mean, like a lot of these comic book guys are working out hard as fuck to get these bodies. But yet yeah, women, they get a pass. <laughs> what a double standard that is. Fuck all of you for that. You know, I, I that irritates me to the highest level. You know, I don't care, actually, if, if they're not buff or not. But, yeah, I mean, if you're going to represent a comic book character, you should have the comic book body. And, you know, Chris, what is his name? Henry Cavill, who played Superman, and Ben Affleck, who played Batman, they worked their fucking asses off to get that body. You know, these are, there's a lot of male leads. So what what do you do with your first female Marvel, you know, lead? You get some average fucking lady. What the fuck were you guys thinking? You know, she should be fucking doing deadlifts like crazy. She should go through what the guys were going through. And there's more of them. There's more guys doing the same fucking thing. And then you get the one girl, and you're like, you get to represent average. That's what you that's what you brought to the table. You know, and Wonder Woman, Gal Gadot, I mean, look at her. She fucking achieved the, the feat, you know? She looks good, right? She worked out. So she didn't make Miss Leg Day. But Cat Marvel, you're the first. You're the first fucking female. You're supposed to fucking bring it, and you didn't. You know, those guys, are, and then, like, the, you got the apologists and the fucking beta jellies. All these little bitches saying, oh, yeah, she doesn't have to work out. It should be her personality. I'm all like, oh, yeah, Chris Hemsworth's, Hemsworth's personality really is what it is. No, or Jason Momoa and Aquaman. That fucking, no, they got the physique. Then they built on top of what they had. You know, name the fucking average looking comic book guy hero. They're all fucking buff. But no, the, the women get a pass. What a double standard we are nowadays. You know, they, they've brought this whole philosophy of thought that, you know, women could get away with anything. You know, they could be fat. They could shit on men. They could be racist. And now we got this. They could just be weak as fuck in a comic book movie. Now, I get you. If you're playing the pianist or... Uh, a scientist or some fucking thing in a movie that's not a comic book, you know, some drama, you know, Judge Judy or whatever the fuck. Yeah, I get it. Be like, be weak sauce. Go ahead and eat an extra cheeseburger. Who gives a fuck? But if you're in a fucking movie, you got Captain America. Look at his body. Okay. He did not just achieve that. Look at his other movies. He fucking worked his ass off to get that body. You know, and now you can be Captain Marvel. Oh, I'm way better than Captain America because I could fly. And I don't work out at all. That is what I want represent. You know, for men, as they grow up and they want to see these comic book movies, they're seeing these men and they're trying to achieve that body. They're aspiring to be more than they are. You know, and then you got your Captain Marvel. What do you what do you get aspire to? A cosmic beam being that shoots energy out of her fucking hands? 
oh let's 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 achieve her physique oh just be normal <laughs> you just be you don't work hard <laughs> don't work hard at all you just be you that's it that's what you got you know and then yeah let's let's be a hero for other women to be yes you can achieve a superhero uh magic thing where you can fly and everything if you just worked hard as a what no you achieved nothing and oh, oh yeah let me look like you oh i'm done <laughs> i miss leg day every day i'm good squats get that the fuck out of here i don't need that you know that's all that is you know and then like let's aspire to be what what are we trying to aspire to be you know and then like the character itself is flawed you know in in a sense right you got thor he's a god he's buff get you iron man he's smart for some reason he's buff he's got an iron man suit i get you i get you all right, all right um but they have flaws within them like thor always gets tricked because he's not as bright as everybody else iron man with all his intelligence keeps making arrogant mistakes you know you get your spider-man who's like kind of ripped as a kid but he's just naive and he makes a bunch of mistakes so it's okay for guys to be fucking goofy as fuck you know or stupid or whatever but like you you look at this chick and it's like she's like the fucking alpha of alphas doesn't make mistakes or anything the only reason why she's making mistakes isn't because of her because that's it's about other people they're fucking her up they're doing this they're doing that it's always everybody else and that is what we have in our society nowadays it's not your fault it's it's what let me take that back it's not my fault it's your fault it's nothing i can do to affect the change i mean that's that's that literally is what we got going on here you know like in in your um your marvel heroes with the guys there's always something fucked up about them that really is holding them back and what the catharticism of that is is they overcome whatever fucking thing is going on with them you know in these movies where you have the female alpha female you know and i'm just maybe speaking out of my ass maybe there's some story structure in which she has to overcome her stupidity of some sort or anything like that i highly doubt that usually when you're creating these female characters they're fucking ultra awesome and the only thing holding them back is them not themselves is everybody else they just they have to overcome them <laughs> you know not themselves them you know most stories really work well when they're when the character themselves you know digs deep looks in and figures it out as a human being, most problems in life are not the other person's fault. I mean, that, that does happen. I mean, like someone runs out of nowhere and stabs you. I mean, shit, what the fuck were you going to do? But most times, you know, you're in your average day and you're working hard, you know. It isn't a thing in which, why didn't I get mine? It's what I didn't do to get mine, you know. And I mean, that's what you want in a character. You want to learn from that. Oh, man, if I just figure out myself, I can figure out other things. But not this Captain Marvel. It's more of a, if I just figure out how to defeat the person in front of me, that is how I'll win. That's, that's, that's the crux of all of it. Um, they're not going to make a character, a strong female character, and they will not make her dumb, stupid, weak, anything like that. They always have to bring the alpha game. You know, and if you ever made a, a show or a cartoon or a movie, anything with the guy being just perfect in every way, it just doesn't work. It just doesn't. You know, it's boring and shitty, you know, and uh, man, here you go. You do the same mistake we've done with guys and time, time again, and not learn from the mistakes. We're, we're going to go make new mistakes, not mo new. Oh, we're going to make old mistakes. We're not going to learn from that. We're going to make this woman the best that she could be, you know. Let's see what else we got here. Expand, earned, man, self-deprecate, women, 
can't be wrong. Yeah, they can never be wrong. Um, let's see. A Marvel, double standards. Ah, that's about it. That's all I got. You know, that's the double standard that we have. So in the news, I've noticed uh, a theme, a common thing that's going on. They got this thing in which um, the headlines use keywords all the time, like punished or nasty or um, destroyed, owned, things like that. And so it'd be like, guy destroys sandwich or owned taco or owned woman or destroyed woman or woman destroyed this. And so you click it and it's not even the article that you're thinking. It's like they had a conversation and one other person was like, you know what, I guess I'm wrong. Destroyed! You know, and then um, it's in the paragraphs as well. Like, nasty this, nasty that. Like It just doesn't make sense that when you're reading a magazine, you know, you see fucking keywords in there. Destroyed, punished, nasty. And when did that become a thing where the word nasty was a good thing? I guess the 80s? But it's making a resurgence in uh, 2019. Nasty this. This this water is nasty. You know, this this taco's nasty. But this sounds bad, but like a pejorative. But it, it isn't. It's actually, I guess it's a good thing. Like, bad is good. I guess that's always been a thing, right? You know, like, I'm bad, I'm bad. The 80s was weird. They had bad and nasty. Now, we got punished. <laughs> Words are so intense nowadays. But yeah, I guess they're just doing that because they're dying. So they have to fucking put these words in. So like uh, an article <laughs> about video games, you're like, yeah, Mario's nasty and this, you know? <laughs> like So that it gets more people when they're searching, they'll find it in the queue, you know? Uh, let's see here. What do we got going on here? Why apologies matter. All right. Apologies are pretty important, you know, they're the path to understanding and, of course, forgiveness, because it's apology and forgiveness, the like, same thing. But um, if a dude, uh, so if, you, if a dude fucks up, right, he fucks up on something, whatever, and you do the classic thing we do nowadays where we don't forgive him, right, um, where is that guy going to go? Like, so, so here I am, Bob, I fucked up, I said some things. I said a racist thing by accident. Oops. And I apologize. There's no forgiveness. So I'm just going to... I got nobody. But but the racist people that I wasn't hanging out with who who say the racist things, they, they all accept me because they're racist. So I just go with them. So instead of having a person on my side, the side of he was already there... You know, he was already, he said a thing that was wrong. And then I, instead of forgiving him and accepting him back into my fold, I now lost a guy and created an enemy. But that's a, that's a thing that's happening nowadays in all things, really. I mean, if somebody says we're teaching a narrative to everybody around us that if you do something, that's it, you're done. And we're creating more evil in that respect. You know, the more people you don't accept, you know, you don't accept their apologies, they just start kind of filtering into each other, you know? So you have more of the shit that you didn't like in the first place, creating a bigger problem. That's the logic here. That's what you do as a person when you don't forgive somebody. You don't forgive them, you create another person who is now your enemy. 
you know? And I don't know about you, but I'd rather have more allies than enemies. But, I, I mean, yeah, go ahead. That's why you have this whole Trump mentality is because all these fucking people, they don't have nowhere else to go. So they all glop together, creating a big ball of stupid, you know. But it's big. It's bigger. It's getting bigger and bigger, you know. And then you, being who you are, because you, you're a person who doesn't accept apologies, you're just going to go with other people that don't accept other apologies. So you become a bigger group. So here you got on one hand a group of people that are idiots that don't forgive people. And on the other hand, you got a group of idiots who won't be forgiven, so they just keep getting bigger into what they are in. You know, like, you know what, I wasn't so racist, but you know what, I should be racist. You know, <laughs> That's what you just created, you know? Racist begats more racism if you don't fucking let them apologize. Now, if they didn't want to apologize and they didn't want to be racist, they could be part of that cast. But the people who do apologize and you do not forgive them, you just created more of your own enemy. You know? Uh, see, what else I got here? Due to the people gratification towards negative. Yeah, you know, and like, I could see why. That people like to seek out the negativity of things. Because, I mean, I guess when you're back in the day a barbarian looking for food, I mean, if you didn't notice the bad things right away, that meant life or death. You know, you didn't notice the food was bad, you die. I mean, you don't notice the fucking tiger in the woods, you know, you die. You know, like th these things happened quite a bit. So genetically of like thousands of years of noticing mistakes, that is why we notice the negative more so than we do good. Because not noticing the good doesn't really matter because good things just happen, you know. So you're, oh, okay, not that big of a deal. But negative things get you killed. So that's what you notice. And that's what grew up in our ability to be like, you know what, I don't forgive you, you know. Feels like uh, there's something to be said on that. Uh, that's bro science right there. <laughs> like I have people that work I that I work with and they're they're very they're very um they make a lot of mistakes, right? But everyone makes mistakes. That's the the classic thing to say. Everyone makes mistakes, right? But um, truth be told, I mean it gets to a point where you make too many mistakes and then you start to get angry. But what's the point? If a person keeps making mistakes, right, at the job, but the job just keeps them there, you have two choices to go through. You could uh, you could shit on them every day, creating a bad work environment between you and the person, or you can just accept that they make mistakes and uh, move past that, you know? Now you're wondering, like, like for everything, right? No, not everything. But I mean, like, if you can correct the mistake that they're doing all the time, then fucking do that. Because trying to get them to do something they're not willing or able to do, what are you accomplishing other than unrest in, in the community? You know, I, I see a dozen mistakes that I can fix, so I fix it. It creates more time for me. But, I mean, it's worse than yelling at them every time they make the mistakes. Yeah, I used to. I'd be like, hey, man, you made a mistake here. But every day, I mean, it gets to a point where you're just like, they're just unwilling to learn or they don't care. In either respect, what's the point of me, you know, arguing with them or trying to get them tr in trouble or whatever? There's no, there's no, nothing to accomplish. So you just have to accept the reality that is. And with that being said, some people aren't doing that in life. I mean, like the same thing with the apologies. I mean, someone says a racist fucking thing 
and um, you get all mad and shitty with them. But then they apologize for it, and you still get to get mad and shitty with them. I mean, if you just accept the reality that they said something and the other reality that they they apologize, why would they fucking apologize? You know, they apologize. That means they're willing willing to move forward. And if you're not willing to move forward by forgiving them, then you're just uh, perpetuating a stupid ideology where you both have negative moods. You're both like, "Er, I hate you. Er, I hate you." You know, as opposed to saying, "I forgive you." Oh, okay. I'll try not to do it again. But you just keep forgiving. You know, <laughs> you keep making that mistake. You know, like that's what I got. I got. That's what I got. Choose angel equals. What is this one? Many mistakes. Choose angel equals nowhere. I don't mean angle. Anger. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Choosing anger equals nowhere. You go nowhere with anger. Sometimes, you know, when you when when somebody's making a mistake, you get angry at them. What do you would you accomplish? Not a goddamn thing. <laughs> like, what you gonna kill them? <laughs> and society just doesn't work that way. Like people. I don't know. Maybe we should all strive to be like dogs. You know, you wonder what does that even mean. So my dog, right, he gets into shit and he breaks shit. He break he broke my um laptop cord. I couldn't make podcasts, you know, and then that err, you know, get angry. But you know what? The dog smiles and you forgive him. It's not like you do anything. It's an amazing thing that a dog could just smile at you or just be nice and, you know, rub, rub up against you. You rub on them and you're like, Yeah, that's my dog. Even though you broke my sandals or tore into last night's dinner or some shit like that. You just forgive, you know? <laughs> and then if a person were to take those attributes and work on themselves in that way, like smile. And I don't know, you can't really rub up on people, but like, I don't know, compliment them, you know? Maybe, maybe that would be the key to you being more of a likable person, you know? So... Always try to be that kind of person where shit's going wrong, you do wrong, whatever. Just try to be nice and move forward because it works for dogs, you know, and they're not even human. Electric shock for mentally challenged. So that's my last topic. I don't know, not really. Uh, so then Michigan or one of these states, they had this system that's legal, I guess, where like you, so you're super mentally challenged, right? You're all fucked up in the head. And uh, they got these backpacks where they shock you if you try to, you know, hurt somebody or yourself or something like that. And at first glance, at first thoughts, your knee-jerk reaction is, that's fucked up. But, and I'm not advocating for this, I'm just saying, but, there should be a conversation about this. Because sometimes some people are just, you know, they're not going to listen to you. You can do positive reinforcement and what have you. Sometimes they're just not going to listen to you. Shit, people who don't have a mental disability don't listen to you. How can someone who's genetically disposed, because they were born a certain way, how do you expect them to understand you? You know, their their brains all messed up. They and they get violent sometimes, or they start jacking off in random spots. What are you to do? Just be understanding. I wish we had more understanding people, but we don't. That is the society we live in. So what do we do? Electric shock, huh? Hmm. It's pretty aggressive. The only reason why I wouldn't be for that is because the person who's willing to shock another person because they're not doing it right is probably a nefarious person to begin with. So they shouldn't even have that power. So unless like a bunch of Jesus freaks came out of nowhere, you know, they have the power of Jesus, ultimate goodness, and they decide whether or not 
they should electrocute you or not. Maybe maybe human beings aren't worthy of that kind of easy power of electrocuting a person who does not understand you and get shit done. You know, like there, I mean, it. You gotta accept the reality <clears throat> reality of things. Some people are fucked up in the head. They don't mean to. They're just born that way. And there's nothing you can do to fix that. That's just the way it is. You do all the lecture shock you want. There's still going to be that person. You know? And um, we haven't come to terms with them. The people we hire for these fucking homes are usually shitty anyways. You know? I mean, not all of them, but some of them, right? I mean, if it was a thing in which they were all proportionally great you wouldn't be hearing these fucking stories like vegetable lady getting pregnant you know like this one lady she's a she she had some kind of a coma whatever where she has no brain uh waves or whatever and uh, yeah that shit happened and uh this dude raped her because she can't move or anything she ended up giving birth what an awkward situation right i mean <laughs> Fuck, I mean, we, fuck, what do you do, right? The kid gave, uh, the pregnant lady gave birth. I mean, she's a vegetable. The parents, they're going to take care of that kid. But every time they look at that kid, they're going to know that that kid was raped. Or not kid, the, the their daughter, who is a vegetable, already a bad deal, got raped maliciously by this dude. And the guy has a bit of a lazy eye, so you got that to contend with. I mean, that kid's going to grow up, get a lazy eye, and you're going to fucking see that guy in her, in that kid. In fact, to fucking rape a vegetable lady, I mean, you got to be fucked up in the head to begin with, right? I don't even know how that fucking guy got hired, but it happens all the time. So that kid's probably genetically disposed to start raping vegetables and shit. Man, if you see, you catch him fucking a potato or a some green beans or some shit like that you best fucking start having a conversation about him see here nerds what's this me hate what what is this we all right let me pause this honestly i don't even know what the fuck i wrote here looks like some kind of a nerds nerds let's discuss me hate i don't know what that means something about twitter i don't know Anyways, uh, we're gonna we're gonna put some uh, car thoughts and uh, end it there. Here we go. Without further ado, motherfucking car thoughts and a bag of dicks. Hey everybody, this is uh, some car thoughts, fucking car thoughts in your fucking ears. I'm thotting. So I was thinking, like, while I was doing some car thoughts. I wanted to review Aquaman while I, while I have it fresh in my head. Watched it with the kid, wife, uh, more for the kid than anything. These kinds of movies, I don't know if I'm getting older or that the quality um, of a movie, I, I have like higher standards, I don't know. That's kind of a weird thing. But I guess it makes sense, right? If you're eating grilled cheese sandwiches every day, I mean, eventually you want to spice it up with steak you know or something like that this uh movies have gotten to the point for me where it has to have more than just a fucking bunch of action which that's what this movie is it's like an orgy of action but i have to say it was pretty well it was okay all right hold on hold on i mean it was it was aquaman was it was made <laughs> it, it, it has it has parts and um 
it's not like the Bumblebee movie where they just have random fucking things happening. It had a, a progression. So it was a pretty okay movie on my end. I, I liked it, you know. I, but, I, but I won't be watching it again, probably. I, I, like, like when Man of Steel came out, I must have watched that a hundred times. Man, I really liked it because it was like, at the time when it came out, it wasn't anything like that. You know, like orgy fucking violence and everything like that. And progressively, every time they made a DC movie, they just kept doing that, making it progressively more action-oriented and, and just kind of backed off on the story, you know? And then Wonder Woman, and then, like, for, for a while, it just kind of sucked. Then you had your Wonder Woman, and that, like, was pretty good. They held back. No orgy of fucking action. And then after that, it, you know, it you know, whatever. So, of all the DC movies at this point... My favorites are Man of Steel, Wonder Woman, and uh, this movie, which is kind of weird. I don't know. I don't know, man. I really, I like the uncut version of that uh, Batman versus Superman. That's okay, but uh, yeah, it's it's okay. I don't know. I, I watch it again and again, though. I don't know. I'm torn between that and this movie, Aquaman. But I'm not gonna watch it again, so that's getting confusing. It's uh, a lot of good action. Um, some of the writing's okay. The villain isn't necessarily stupid, and nor is the hero. The sub-characters are okay, too. Um, let's see here. Uh, it's well it's put together. You know, it's well put. It's like, it's a movie. And uh, if this movie had came out first before... Uh, Man of Steel. I think it would have been a better. I would. I would have swapped those two. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Um, I would rate this movie out of one to ten. Ten being the best. I'd give this a solid seven. Now let me spoil the fuck out of the movie. So Aquaman is uh, this guy. Okay, you gotta take it back. Uh, I guess some queen lady comes out of the water. She was running from something. This one guy who's a sailor, or not a sailor, a, a light guy. I don't know what to call it. A guy who works at a light tower sees her and goes and saves her. And then um, she wakes up and smashes some shit and, um, and then pa passes out. And then I guess, like, he, try he nurses her back to health. They fall in love. They fuck and have a kid. The kid uh, is pretty cute. Um, and then all of a sudden bad dudes come and so the queen has to bounce turns out she ran away because they're gonna make her marry someone she didn't like and uh, to save the fucking kid she needs to go back into the ocean because apparently people from Atlantis are fucking hardcore about vengeance which is pretty cool um, and the movie progresses I'm not gonna go through the whole fucking flick but it's pretty good. They they introduce some of the classic bad guys of Aquaman. If you if you ever read a comic book or watched a, a animated movie, you got your you got your Black Manta, and you got your um, you know Ocean Master. They're like the classic villains, and then um, classic uh, you know girl that Aquaman gets to fuck comes out. And how do they play that romance out? Well, they, they, they were seen together in the... It looks like they got history between each other. More like 
she hates him, but she kind of likes him in a way. That's That was the vibe I was getting. I figured if they showed more flashbacks of her seeing him and back when they were kids, I think that would have added to the plot more. But that that's okay. I mean, I can, I can mind... Mind... Um, what is it called? Uh, mind... Verse? Mind cap? Mind... Mind continuity? I don't know. Mind... I forgot the word. But in my mind, I, I could see it. Mind canon. My mind canon, I could see that happening. You know? Um, he was trained by William Defoe, whatever the fuck his name was. And, like, what I liked about this movie is... Well, when I went in to watch this movie, I was prejudiced against it. Because all the DC movies kind of suck. Not all of them, but most of them. So I'm like, And I saw a lot of action, so I just expected a, a shitty movie. Well, it seemed to be that maybe they had people on site to ask questions or try to plug up some plot holes. Because every time I had a question, it would then later answer. Like, for instance, when... when Arthur's dad saves the queen, you know, in the first part. Why does he just take her to the hospital, I was thinking. But then, like, she went and destroyed a bunch of shit, did some inhuman shit. So he was probably like, fuck this, you know. I can't take her to the hospital, man. She can fucking kill everybody. So I, I, I saw that got working. I was like, why the fuck is this random guy training uh, Arthur, you know? What, the, what would be the point in that? And, um... It makes sense because at the very end, like, it, it basically it turns out he wanted Arthur to kill his brother and take the throne, you know? And it's cool because they show the cleverness of that character. Like, it, it's pretty cool because, like, William Defoe's character, I forgot his name, but he does a couple clever things. For instance, when Ocean Master's coming for, um, coming for Arthur, he's like... Why don't we go and get this other kingdom? That way you become the ocean master. Meaning he gets all the he gets all the kingdoms to get together. And if you can get like so in the in the story, if you can get four of the kingdoms of Atlantis together, you'll have the biggest army ever. So you could subjugate the other armies and you'll have a big army to rule the world kind of bullshit, which is pretty cool and vague. I mean, it works better than Black Panthers. Let's give guns to black people and they'll take over. This works out. He gets four kingdoms. That's his goal, right? And that made kind of sense. So rather than killing Arthur, he's like, oh yeah, you're right. We're, we're pretty fucking close. Not that that was pretty cool and why he's training Arthur. So they, they showed the cleverness of that character. I think if they grow that more, it'd be a better story later on. Like the like it seems like he's a tactician and he's training him in combat i mean there's just there's a lot of levels to that sub character that they added it, it, it feels like they didn't even mean to do that but they did um let's see stupid things i thought should be stupid but they answered which i like is um what, what is it? Um, he could talk to fucking uh, sea animals. And I was like, that's pretty fucking stupid. I think I'll just drop that off. There's no point in him talking to fucking animals. Um, sea animals. Like, what the... Was he going to drop, drop a shark on you or something? They could punch a shark. But um, it works because I guess the amp, the the king... The, the first king who was like the most badass king could talk to the fucking animals. And... I guess he's got that in him. No one else can, I guess, apparently. 
or only special people can do it. So they established a cool little world building thing. Some people could use water magic, some people could talk to animals, and then some people were just really good at combat or some shit like that. Not that that was really and some people could breathe water uh, or uh, air and water and other people can't. So there's some good world building in this inadvertently, you know? I mean, there's a lot of potential here. I mean, like, you could make a TV show out of this shit. I mean, it looks kind of hokey, all being in the ocean most of the time. And I think they could have made that look better if... See, the one thing I didn't like is when they were floating... Okay, so they have the ability to fucking swim really fast, like they're flying in the water. So I thought, if why, why couldn't they go all the way with that? So rather than when they're floating, they do this thing where they're kind of waving around... So they're moving in water. It just looks stupid. It looks so like, I don't know, just so everyone's kind of feminine in that way. I think that was dumb. I mean, if it's, if it's in a world where when you're in the ocean and you're flying, why couldn't it have been like they're flying? So when they're like moving upward or levitating upward or some shit like that, like when they would go up, they, could, they would swim up. Why couldn't it have been like them kind of floating up like, like Superman? basically. Superman doesn't look like he's swimming in water. Superman looks like he's flying. And when they're in the water and they go really fast, they look like they're fighting, flying like torpedoes. So it wouldn't have been a leap of logic for them to levitate in the water, you know? They can control water. I mean, shit. But anyways, back to my original point. They're able to talk in the... To, so Arthur's able to talk to animals. Sea animals. So you're like, what the fuck? He inherited from the king. So that's cool. Because uh, it's in his blood. He just so happens to get that. Next thing you know, it's, um, he, he could, okay, at the very end of the movie, near the end of the movie, the whole thing is about him getting this fucking spear. And to get the spear, you have to get past this huge fucking monster. And, um, apparently his, his, uh, his mom, who's a badass, has fought this fucking thing and couldn't. So I'm thinking, like, Arthur can't fight as badass as his mother. That's what I'm thinking. And, but, his, but his brother can. And she, she's like, yeah, I fought him many times and I can't take him on. And uh, so, so Arthur's like, he's going to try to fight this thing. Then he starts, he can hear it talk. And you don't think to yourself <coughs> that it could talk. Like, it, it was, uh, it, they, it's like they snuck that by you. It was able to talk to him. And um, he talked back to it. And then it was surprised. You can hear me? You can talk to me? I haven't talked to anyone in a while and for thousands of years. And and the king, the first king is the one who fucking put him there. Put that monster there. So that was pretty cool. Like, they, like as it was talking to him, I thought it could talk to anybody. But there was nothing that said that that animal could talk to people. It can't because Arthur can talk and listen to people. So I thought that was a pretty clever thing they did and good world building. And and it made his uh, his um, talking to sea animals worthy. It makes him a better king, if anything. And, well, I mean, because he could fucking rule their animals and shit. He could control the Kraken or whatever because that's what it looks like. I, I think they call it the Kraken, but it, it's, it's literally the Kraken. It's huge. One part that's kind of funny... That it's not a plot hole, but it is something to note. At the very end of the movie, there's this big giant ocean battle between the crab people and the ocean master guy. He's got three kingdoms. He needs to rule to kill the 
He needs to take over the crab people so he can have that army. So they're gonna fucking throw down. Big throw down fight. Then, then Arthur, he comes out from the center of the earth, because that's where they were, I guess. Which, whatever, you just go with it. He goes from the center of the earth all the way on top, and then, uh, which is ridiculous, because that's a long distance. <laughs> but whatever. And uh, as he comes out with the Kraken, there's lava everywhere, and it kills a bunch of people. So it's kind of like, I mean, he kills so many of his supposed kingdom people, and like some of them were the good guys, you know. And then, uh, yeah, and there's like one part where he gets, uh, he talks to the sharks and makes the sharks eat their people. So he just kills a lot of Atlanteans. In fact, he might be the first king or royal blood that's killed many of his own people but in the end they worship him like his king you know uh what else okay there's other parts too that didn't make sense like i guess it made sense no it didn't i thought it was stupid i don't know you could go but it wasn't too bad where i'm like that well that doesn't make any sense at all so in the beginning of the movie there's these pirates that have the super submarine. I don't know why. And um, they la- they steal from submarines. That's what they do. That's what these pirates do. They steal from submarines. That's fucking ridiculous, but whatever. They get on the submarine, kill everybody. So Arthur, I don't know why, but he knows about this. He comes and saves the day. And um, there's, there's a Black Manta, and they got his dad. And I guess his uh, uh, Aquaman beats the shit out of everybody and then um, fucks up his dad. His dad gets, like, crushed by a, by a fucking torpedo or something like that. So at the very end, as uh, Aquaman starts to leave, the fucking ship's about to sink. They're all going to drown. But Aquaman's all right. And, he's, and he doesn't like these guys because they're bad guys. So he's about to leave. And then uh, Black Manta is like, my dad, you're not going to save my dad? And he goes, fuck him. You know, he says something to that effect. Like, he goes to the ocean or whatever. And um, it makes a kind of sense because the dad shot him with the grenade launcher and fucked his shit up. And so, you know, you can't, like, fuck these guys, you know? So he lets him die. And so homeboy, the, the dad, he blows himself up trying to make sure that the, the son doesn't um, try to stay there and die with them. So the son swears vengeance. Somehow he hooks up with Ocean Master and gets this super armor, which I don't understand. I thought the Lanteans were, um, what are you doing, guy? I'm driving in the rain and this dude is tailgating hard. It's like, I want to go faster than you. Idiot. The rain. Uh-oh. Emergency. All right. Cool. We're past him. Shit, people are probably crashing left and right. San Diego people don't like to drive in the rain. They're not really good at it. Anyways, um, so, I don't know. Somehow Ocean Master finds this guy and gives him this armor, which is for the elites. So, I guess, I'm guessing that the armor makes you stronger. I guess. And it has a super gun, which can destroy a mountain. That's cool, the, the gun. So, the, the, the Black Manta gets it in his head to take this gun and turn it into a huge helmet so that he can shoot the beams of light 
out of his eyes. I get it. And so he has this bulky helmet. So not only is he able to fight you, he's able to shoot these lasers out. I, I, I don't know where they got that idea and why they had to go that way, but they did. It would have been better. I, I don't know. They're just... I guess they were layering that Black Manta is not only a badass buff dude, but he's good at fucking technology. He can make shit. Because he literally reverse-engineered a guy's um, super gun and put it onto the super suit. And I, I guess that's that's quite the leap of logic, but so be it. Um, one thought I had while this movie's going down, there's a part where I guess Ocean Master throws <coughs> the ocean and a huge carrier and destroys a city because it's full of it's, it's they got the environmental aspect of this movie, you know. You guys hurt the ocean, so fuck you, and so they just sink a city, whatever the fuck. I'm like, what? where the fuck's Superman? So this does take place after the Justice League. There's a part where they're like, oh, you joined the Justice League. You did this, you did that. And I'm like, what's Superman doing while this shit's going on? Because, like, in, in any of the Superman movies or whatever, he's always, like, going around the world really quick. He's, he, I'm going to go to India real quick. You know, he goes to India. He sees shit. Like, there's one part where in uh, Batman vs. Superman... Where there's a bunch of Chilean people, like, fuck it, there's a fire, and he goes from Metropolis, which is next to Kansas, and uh, flies over to Ch Chile to save those people. So he's really quick about shit. So maybe he didn't hear anything about it. I don't know. When some city gets sunk by a tidal wave, and you know that there's a fish dude, and he's part of a a community that lives under the water. I mean, Superman can see shit from space because he has supervision. You tell me he can't see underwater? It, he has x-ray vision, man. He can see everything. He didn't notice a fucking city down there? Like, they, I don't know. Maybe they should have said Superman went off planet. And that now then everything works out perfectly. Wonder Woman can't see through fucking oceans. But you got, as long as you keep that shared universe, I'm always going to be like, well, what was Superman doing at this point? Like, because he's the fucking, like, he's Superman. Anyways, Aquaman, that was a pretty good movie. Uh, most of the plot holes, they plugged in pretty good. Um, there wasn't that many plot holes. And it's a step in the right direction. I give this movie a solid seven. One part that's funny it's not funny because of the movie, but it's funny because of my kid. We're watching the movie, right? And uh, <clears throat> Black Manta is in a black outfit with a black helmet. So you don't know what he looks like. He takes off the helmet and he's black. And it was dead quiet when this character introduced himself. And Seth, my eight-year-old, he goes, <coughs> he goes, I am ultra black. And I'm like, what the fuck did he just say? Why the fuck did he say that? I don't even talk like that. <laughs> I was like, Seth, why'd you say that? And he goes, well, he's wearing black. He is black. He's ultra black. And I'm like, logic sound. <laughs> but this movie's pretty good, though. I, I really like it. Um, which Is it Oscar worthy? No. And, you know, maybe if the character was black and Black Panther didn't come out, maybe you would have got something. Maybe you would have got Oscar worthy because I saw that in the news. They made it Oscar worthy, you know. It's it's kind of a weird thing that Black Panther is now one of the 
in the nominations for Oscars. But the, you know, it's. Have you guys ever seen Wonder Woman? That's a pretty fucking good movie. And if you compare Wonder Woman the movie to Black Panther, it's kind of like Wonder Woman should win, right? And Wonder Woman represents, you know, woman power. It represents 50% of the goddamn population. So whenever you have a movie like Wonder Woman and fucking... Black Panther and you give Black Panther a fucking Oscar that's super sexist because Black Panther isn't the best movie ever Wonder Woman's a way better movie yeah you're gonna give Black Panther a fucking Oscar but you're not gonna give Wonder Woman an Oscar I mean that that is sexist by you being non-racist I guess you became sexist and what what demographic do you want to piss off more 50% of the population or under 50% you know because you have the black community but they still got women, you know, women, 50% is a real thing, you know, oh well, Aquaman, that was a little rant, I had to get off my chest, Aquaman, it's a good movie, uh, step in the right direction, it's kind of weird, Batman in the news, it says that Batman's not gonna be, or what's his name, Ben Affleck's not gonna play Batman anymore, that kind of sucks, right, he was a good Batman, I liked him, but, uh, yeah, Henry Cavill and uh, ben Affleck, the crux of the of the DC universe, is not into it, so they probably got to reboot reboot the whole universe, which is kind of weird, right? Like the most popular movies were Wonder Woman, and Aquaman, and if you ever read a comic, those aren't the most popular people. It's always Batman or Superman. They're the they're the center of the DC universe. Like, in fact, there's a time in which, when the DC universe had this thing called Crisis of Infinite Earths, they it was a crisis of infinite or infinity crisis infinity crisis yeah it was no matter what they did every universe had a variation of batman and superman and as long as you had those components you could do whatever you want with the universe because duh that's like uh, the dc universe if you if you fucking buy a comic in dc usually it's fucking batman or superman Less Superman now. Batman's a little bit more popular. But Superman for a long time was pretty popular. Well, anyways, that's it on Aquaman. It was a pretty good movie. I liked it. Boom. Seven. Some more car thoughts. Uh, motherfucking car thoughts. I was listening to um podcast... And, um, yeah, two guys. Yeah, and, uh, uh, nerd and another nerd. You got two nerds. It's, uh, what is the podcast called? It's called Star Trek The Next Conversation. It's a podcast in which you got, uh, these two nerds. One has seen Star Trek The Next Generation. The other nerd has not. Now, they both watched a bunch of shit. One guy's a hardcore Star Trek fan. The other is not so much. And um, they, uh, what they do is they watch an episode of Star Trek: The Next Generation, and then they um, break it apart. You know, like talk about it. But before that, they talk about other things like uh, what they're gonna do, and you know, all the emails that flow in, and uh, things like that, right? And um, inadvertently, the uh, they talk about their lives not too much but one guy in particular and this is the subject matter that was on my mind while I was having car thoughts was 
they got the one nerd who's married and has a kid on the way, and he's watched Star Trek. You get the other nerd who, I guess he divorced, but every once in a while, he lets in what I call the sadness, and he busts out with how he's depressed and shit like that in a comical way, but... It's so weird. It's like they're talking about shoes and then the guy goes out of nowhere and says, yeah, people say my shoes suck or some shit like that. They were like, just just now I was listening to an episode where he was talking about how he's never invited to parties and like how he's depressed about that and uh, how he self-invites himself to, to parties. Kind of like a loser thing to do. And the other guy's like, what? What are you talking about? We are talking about Star Trek. And you just you just came out of nowhere with that, <laughs> like, and he just keeps going on about how he's depressed about this shit, and like, it's like he's having a conversation with somebody who's not there, and the and the other guy knows about it. That guy is more evolved. He's like, uh, I guess marriage does that to you. He's more evolved. He, he's uh, more self aware of himself as well as environment, and he's like. Wait, what? What are we talking about here? What the fuck is happening right now? And the guy's like, "Well, you said that I don't. I invite myself to parties, and like this conversation was all him. And he just came out of nowhere and kept saying that shit. And the other guy's like, "What? You just read an email and it's led you to this? I didn't say anything. And um, yeah, he made it super awkward, and then like, which was very comical in a way, you know. But um. It's funny the duality there of those two characters, those two people. It it's you can really like see into the psyche of a person who's evolving and uh, constantly and trying to grow. Meanwhile, you have another guy who's regressed. I don't know why, but that does seem like to be the culture of men nowadays. They most times most guys are just regressing into this kind of what do I call it? A bitch-like state. I don't know what to call it, really. It's like, I, yeah, you just became a beta jelly, you know, just beta all the way. Meanwhile, this other nerd guy who likes Star Trek, by the way, eats a lot, whatever. He's talking, he talks every once in a while about how he's trying to, like, work on himself, and he's depressed. He's very self-aware. He goes, like, hey, you probably eat because I'm depressed. And it's the thing, you know, and I, I, I think that's really good. And he doesn't try to apologize for shit. And um, he's very alpha in that way. And then he's, uh, he'll say shit like, yeah, why can't we just like everybody? Or why can't we just, uh, he's more of an evolved person than the other guy. The other guy is, like I said before, kind of a bitch. And, and that's like a self-defeating thing. The very thing that depresses him is the very reason he's like this. You know, it's like a, a perpetual thing. You know, I eat because I'm fat. I'm fat because I eat. This guy's more like, I'm sad because I'm sad. And I'm sad because I'm sad. And I, I mean, let me let me break it down. So he's, I, I, the vibe I get off this guy is that he um, he's lonely. You know, super fucking lonely. As most baited males are. They're just lonely men, you know? And because they want girls, you know? They want to be with the other sex, you know? And the very thing that's holding them back is the very thing they they preach and push out more. The uh, the beta-ness of them, you know? Like, you know, like just over-pushing over, over pushing things like, 
you know, women should do this and screw men. And if I say, okay, for instance, say a movie comes out, right? And it's a, a female lead or some shit like that. They would over put, he would over push it. You know, I, all right, for instance, there's this movie coming, like in this day and age, we got Captain Marvel and you got your Infinity War. Now, the other guy, whatever on him, but this guy, it made sense what he said. I was like, he goes, what are you more excited for, Infinity War, the second one, or the um, Captain Marvel movie? And, and I already knew, without him even answering the fucking question, as he said it out loud, I was going to say Captain Marvel, because it's a female lead, and he's, he wants to over-push that narrative, you know? Be in the vain attempt to, I don't know, elicit more, I don't know, not victim, but what is what is a good word? Sympathy? Um, he's trying to identify with that group, which is funny because I don't think girls are into that. They're actually more into the alpha. The very, the very fucking girls who are like, yeah, female power. Ah! Reality is they want to be gorilla fucked hard by some alpha. They, that, that's, it's, it's something they probably wouldn't say out loud and it's something they fight against, but they probably get in these relationships where it's not aggressive enough, you know? It's like this guy doesn't exude a man, you know, and the more beta they are, the more the relationship just doesn't work. And, um, because of that, when you're trying to identify with that group, try to get with that group, it's just an unhappy group because you're not, you're not truthful with your feelings. You know, you, you can't understand why you feel this way. So therefore you don't want to feel this way. And through that, because of the, the hardcore denial, these these girls get in these relationships where they, it just doesn't work. And men who are trying to get with girls in general, they try to lean to the path of least resistance in their head, you know? And that doesn't really work. Like, I see my kid work out, and I see my kid always try to go the easy route because that's how humans are. They always want to go for the easy thing. In reality... Um, it doesn't work that way, you know. Life doesn't work in a way where you kind of just keep going to the easy path. Sometimes you got to go the hard path. And the more hard paths you cross, the more challenges you defeat, the better a human being you are. And whenever you just try to keep going the easy route, the weaker you become as a person. Now, I use these terms like alpha and beta and shit like that. And these are just words. They don't really mean anything other than the point I'm trying to illustrate. There are pro there, there are properties of a human that need to move forward. And uh you know, I mean you got you got what the fuck is wrong with this Prius, man? This Prius is slow. Anyways, you got um uh, you got qualities of a person the more evolved person keeps trying to learn and and grow and do different things and say truthfully what they say, you know? And, and, the, and the weaker people usually just kind of agree with other people. You know, they act like sheep. 
sheeple, as it were. They, they just go agree with uh, other echo chambers of people saying, yeah, men suck. Ugh. You know? And I have to say, it's it's never going to work for a person who who moves in that direction. And then, and then uh, ergo, I mean, your depression is because you're not with anybody. And that's because you don't illustrate any qualities that, like, a woman really wants. And that's not, like, a slam or anything. You want to be the better you. And I, I've always thought this. You know, like, um, I remember back in the day, you know, you get with girls. And uh, you, you try to get with girls. And um, you don't. You get rejected, right? You're like, hey, let's hang out. No. And then you get rejected, right? So that leads you into not wanting to do it as much but the more you progress and keep saying hey let's get with each other well back in the day before it became like a thing where oh you're cat calling or whatever you're at a fucking club you're trying to talk to a girl right i'm just trying to dance with my friends you know <laughs> but back in the day it was okay to talk to other girls you know like out you know just talk to them because i mean how the fuck are you gonna meet people you know rely on the internet that's ridiculous and uh i have a philosophy on that but maybe i'll get back to that but um, the more the more you just keep agreeing with other people, or thinking, "Oh, these women are bitches because they're not trying to hang out with me," you know, that's that's a you problem, not a them problem. Women, their interactions with men are more than men. Well, interacting with women, and what I mean by that is. Okay, so you got a like eighteen year old girl. By the time she's she's getting gas, there's probably like two other dudes like talking, trying to talk to her, shit like that. There's guys always trying to talk to girls. Period. And girls just experience that more. Now it's a thing in our society where it's called catcalling or whatever the fuck. But how are guys supposed to get with girls just by accident? No, they they have to talk to them. I mean, shit. So most times, not often than not, a girl's talking to a guy, uh, many guys, out of the course of a day, maybe six, maybe ten. Ten guys, randomly. And maybe one of them elicits some kind of a response out of her in which she'd be like, you know what, maybe I will get with this guy or maybe I will get his number and see where it takes me. Shit like that. I mean, constantly. All throughout their fucking lives, they're talking to guys. The reverse does not exist like men if a man if a man doesn't talk to a girl that no fucking girl is gonna talk to a guy period i mean i know like in in our society in 2019 that we're saying you know shit's getting different men and women are equal and they they are equal in some aspects that's truth but they're not equal in all aspects and what i mean by that is there ain't no fucking girl coming up to guys and be like hey let's fuck that's just not a thing girls aren't coming up to a guy while they're pumping gas and saying hey uh, nice car I like your shoes or anything no girls coming up to a guy and complimenting them oh you got nice hair I like your eyes or whoa look at these muscles or some shit like that you know that's not a thing that doesn't exist I mean, maybe. Of course, the world is big, and you got a universe of infinite possibilities. But uh, reality is, girls don't do that. Girls don't come up to guys. Guys come up to girls, and that's reality. And if you if you can't accept certain truths in your world, you're never getting anywhere. So, anyways, 
back to your whole depression thing, as a guy, if you're not fucking getting with girls and shit, and you're like, why aren't these girls liking me? I say the right things, like, like Brie Larson's gonna be the best superhero ever, or you can go over, over racist, like, Black Panther's the best movie of all time, or some shit like that, you know, over progressive, you know, that guy, that person, that, that weak person who, who says things that are untrue to themselves. Now, I, I agree, there are some people out there that do think these thoughts, but most times the depressed individual who isn't with a girl or anything, especially a guy, it's because you're lying to yourself and you're lying to others. And women can suss that out. They can see the fucking, they can smell the depression. They can smell, they're like, I don't know. They just can smell that shit. All right, oh, this guy's not genuine, you know? And sometimes uh, some girls will keep a guy like that around as a friend, you know? And I mean, because that's what you are. You're like a gay dude. You know, you, you, you mean them no harm. You mean them nothing. You are, you're nothing to them. You know, they, they're just, they're just uh, forwarding your narrative. As a female who's like, fuck men, men are stupid. You know, those women are just, they're lost, by the way, for those women that do do that. And they're in relationships that just don't seem to work. But they can't, they keep these fucking guys around, right? These beta jellies, I call them. These, these jellyfish that pretend to be women in a vain attempt to impregnate uh, other women. You know? <laughs> Meanwhile, the big alpha fucking jellyfish is like trying to fuck his, fuck his way through uh, evolution. You have these fucking guys who just like, yeah, fucking Captain Marvel's the best movie ever. I, I haven't even seen the fucking movie, by the way. And, um,. That could be a true statement, you know, but when you, when you say something like, yeah, man, I'm way excited for Captain Marvel over fucking Avengers. I mean, like, did you, do you, do you hear your fucking self? Did you, did you watch Avengers? Did you fucking watch that movie? That Infinity War? I mean, if you watched Infinity War, you're like, what the fuck? It's so good. I mean, it is such a good movie on all aspects. It hits everything right. So the sequel, and if you watch Marvel movies, the sequels are always better. So by natural progression, the best movie fucking ever is coming out with a sequel, which is usually better. I'm not saying that it is, but fucking, if you're a human fucking being before a fucking movie comes out and you're like, watched a movie that was fucking awesome... Usually you're down for the sequel and then you have this other movie coming out that so happens to have a female lead and then you're like, yeah, man, I'm so stoked for that movie over the Avengers movie. That's just disingenuous. You're just, you're just saying shit because you're hoping someone's listening somewhere. They're hearing your over-progressive talk and they might give you some pussy. They might throw you a little, a little taste, a taste of it. Sorry, bro. It just doesn't work that way. Most girls who put it out there usually want the aggressive guy. Or the truthful guy. Or the guy who's you know says, says their mind. Because they're honest. At least they know where they stand. They can't trust some guy who says lies. <laughs> lies to themselves, you know? 
And I see it. I see it in other men. They, they just kind of like over progressive. They're not my friends, by the way. I, I, I only hang out with like truthful people. I can't stand untruthful people. I get kind of uncomfortable when I hear a fake conversation where you're saying, oh yeah, how was your day? And the other person goes, oh, it was great. Uh, blah, 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 blah kids, blah, 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 and the other person drones on, waiting for their turn to talk, and they're not really having a fucking conversation, they're just waiting for their turn to talk about some subject that they want to talk, because they're fucking lonely, most people are, I don't know, even if you're with somebody, sometimes you're just lonely, and you just want someone to receive you in the ways of conversation, not like fucking wise, I mean, that does happen, but I mean, nine times out of ten, you'll hear a conversation, it's pretty fucking fake. But, um, yeah, man, if you find yourself depressed and you're like, shit, man, I am not getting with any girls, the key to that is work on yourself. Be honest with yourself. Be honest with others. Now, if you're a fucking child molester, let's just, you know, fix that. You need to fix that. If you're fucking fat, fix that. Just work out more. I mean, you're depressed, like I said, work out more. Um... Diet, exercise, read read a fucking book. Just work on yourself. Because the girl you want to get with should be a girl who wants to get with you. And if you're a depressed individual who is lying to yourself and others, you know, say, getting over-progressive, like, yeah, this movie's the best because it's a female lead. You know, words you should never say. Because I never say, I fucking love this movie because this guy's so alpha. The fuck out of here. Now, that's a funny thing to say, though. I do, I, do, I would say that as a joke. But I would, oh, Jesus. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mean it. <laughs> you know, I love this movie because Ben Diesel's so alpha. <laughs> like, that's so stupid. But, like, now, I, I, there's never a time where you're watching a movie and you're like, oh, man, I love this movie because of this guy or this girl that's just stupid you should like a movie because of the movie itself the components of a movie story action adventure something out of drama something you know within your p's and q's if you're watching a fucking movie just because there's you know an individual in it you know that's pretty weak sauce yo and like you gotta think about it you know it, it Do you think that an attractive girl wants to be with you, a person who is depressed, who doesn't work out, who doesn't work on themselves, who lies? No. I mean, like, just think about it. No. Why would you want a girl who would want that? She wants a liar? She wants somebody who doesn't work on themselves? I mean, they're, they're they're just accept the reality of things, you know? You know, ah, I'm on a deserted island. Time to die. Ah, I'm stuck in the forest. Time to die. Ah, I'm stuck at a park. Time, time to die. You know that kind of shit. You know. So, like, I always say at the end of my podcast, you know, be the better person than you were yesterday. That's a truthful thing. You always want to improve on yourself, and girls want that. So if you find yourself, like I said, man, this guy keeps talking about how depressed he is and shit like that. That sucks. But, like, if you hear him talk, man, he's super progressive, man. These characters are the best because they're women. Said no one ever. You know? 
you can like a character and say, yeah, I like the progression of the character, but based on their fucking gender or whatever they have swinging between their legs, that shouldn't be the definitive of why the character is who they are. Now, if it's a character who's trying to go against the grain or some shit like that, I, I get that. But when you're watching Star Trek in a world, in a universe where altruism and everyone's like fucking egalitarian, you know, I it, it's not a it's not a real thing to be like, oh yeah, this woman's the best or this, yeah. I mean, like seriously, if you if you allow people to be who they want to be, they're gonna they're gonna go to certain ways, you know. They can be like, ah, I want to be a girl. Uh, I wouldn't be guy, you know? And then just be more of that. You just start confusing things when you start trying to say, when you start pushing a narrative that doesn't isn't true, you know? This guy sh- should go into nursing, and this girl should go into underwater mining, you know? Because, you know, pro-girl? Pro I don't know. Shit. The girl should go into battle, you know, that kind of thing. Girls should be on submarines. That's a thing. I don't know how to feel about that one. But, um, yeah. So be the better person than you were yesterday. Don't be, don't be a beta. <laughs> car thoughts again. And the th- thoughts in the car. Hey, everybody. That sound is my fucking car. Driving with a probably broken exhaust. Who knows? Who knows? I just wanted to bring this shit up before I forget. So, we're at uh, work, and we got this doctor, and um, he, he's he got this story he puts out there that, like, uh, if you say something like, it's because I'm brown, or something like that, or because I'm Mexican, or something like that. Anytime you use, like, a race within a thing... And he, even though it's like a joke between two other people, um, he, he he considers it to be a, of a of a nature of a racist nature, right? And um, he goes, "Don't do that." You know, that's that's perfectly valid. But then he gives you a story about it, and I feel like it's a punishment. You know, the story as given is kind of a punishment due to the fact that it's long and drawn out. And it really is nonsensical, you know, in a sense. So it's something about an email. Some lady said something, an email, and then, like, someone saw it. And it wasn't really racist per se, but it, it was enough to get the person fired, I guess. And it's not, like, something big. It was something simple and innocuous, like, you know, uh, I'm brown or some shit like that, you know. And then they got fired for it, right? So the person then gets a... Uh, Fired, depressed, does a bunch of drugs, and ends up killing themselves. So, the moral of the story is racism leads to death. I mean, like, seriously, that's what the the, the moral of the story is. And I'm like, shit, man, someone makes a joke, and you gotta turn it into a, a thing in which racism leads to... It's so fucking morbid. I remember the first time he said that story... It's because I was talking to some brown. And I talked to my other brown friend. And we said something happened. And I'm like, oh, you're just working me because I'm brown, you know. And that's a joke between the two of us. It's not like, like I don't know the fuck. It's not racist per se, but I guess you, I guess you can hold that stance if you want. And um, 
he comes out of there. He comes out and he tells us fucking story. And I'm like, like I'm hearing it, and I'm kind of in disbelief because I thought the conversation w- was over when he said, "Don't do that because it's racist." And um, I was like, "Cool, all right." And then um, he just goes on to that story, and, and like the story is not—I gave you the short version because uh, I'm not cruel, but <laughs> you know it's like a good 10, 15 minutes, and he's going on and on and on. And you're like, what the fuck is going on right now? Is this real life? You're like, really? You're really telling me this story right now over nothing? <laughs> and then, okay, okay. So he gets to the end of it, and then he goes, and then she dies. And I'm like, wow, that's for real. Like, you went there with it. You went from racism to death, you know, within the span of 10 minutes. And I'm like, I'm like what the fuck? And I'm trying to not laugh in this guy's face because, like, I, I was like, what? Like, you kidding, right? Like, this is... You really did do that. You know, like, um... It makes me think of the Croods, you know? Like, uh... Where the, where, like, if you're watching that cartoon or movie or whatever the fuck, it's like, you know, the, these guys got curious, and then they died. And he puts his, like, red hand on, on, on it and draws little stick figures, and he, he goes, these guys were curious about the sun. Then they died. Uh, and these people were just curious. They died, too. Because uh, they didn't fear. <laughs> you know, like, that's what he does. He lives in fear. And, um, I guess you got it. If you're a doctor, yeah, you got to live in fear. People are out to get you. It's true. I mean, if it's not your patients, it's your patients, right? <laughs> Someone's going to sue you. Someone at work's going to hashtag me to your ass, you know? Fuck yeah. I li- And he's like a white guy, so he's got the work. He's straight. He's got everything, like, you know, against him nowadays, you know? Like... <laughs> Everyone's out to get the white man, you know. They, they, it's it's a big deal, you know. They say the wrong fuck thing, they're fucking toast. So yeah, he has to mind his p's and q's, and it probably drives him mad. So you know, oh hell no, no one else can say anything. I know you're brown and p- protected, but you know we're gonna we're gonna put the if I can't do it, you can't either. That kind of thing, and I'm gonna fucking ruin your day with a story that's long as fuck. I want to make a t-shirt that says racism leads to death. You know, because, I mean, that's how hardcore that story is. I think the story is probably more deeper than that. It's probably like it was a dude. They said the wrong thing and um, got addicted to drugs, started sucking dick in a corner. Like they had to go in the streets to suck dick to get to get that money to get that crack or meth. You know, because that happens. And that's, you know, I mean, that sucks, man. You know, you lose your job, you get depressed, you got drugs, you got money for the drugs, but you need your drugs. So you're just like, hey, man, I will suck your dick for these drugs. And it happens. And then, you know, if you just hadn't said that one racist thing, you wouldn't be sucking dick in some random fucking street and or office, wherever, you know, you know, and just so you can get some cocaine or whatever the fuck, whatever drug you're doing. Meth. Usually meth, right? That usually is the poor person's drug, you know, like, oh, you know, like, if you're doing meth and you're not poor, I'm sorry. But, I mean, usually poor people are doing the meth. So, if I offended any meth users and you're not poor, uh, you could have done cocaine. It's, like, kind of the same drug, but better. But you guys, you know, if you're doing meth and you're poor and you're not sucking dick, I'm sorry, you know, if I offended you. All those meth people. Any, anyways, um, what's it gonna say? Sucking dick for crack. Uh, racism leads to death. Uh, you know, that is a joke I used to do all the fucking time. I used to, uh, 
my friend Adrian, he would be like, like buying a game, like 60 bucks, right? And like, I go, yeah, you keep buying these fucking games, you're gonna be poor. You'd be like poor, and then you to like, and then he goes, what did he say? He said, like, yeah, hey, man, it's only 60 bucks. I'm like, yeah, it's only 60 bucks now, but what happens if, you know, you lose your job, you can't work, and you needed $60 to, for the rent to get you through that month, and, um, yeah, you didn't have it. So now you're on the streets, you know, and you just can't get back into, you can't get back into it. And, um, shit, you get depressed and you start sucking dick, you know? I mean, like, it all leads to sucking dick in the end. I don't know why. It's never eating pussy, you know? The luck doesn't go that direction. Sorry, guys, but when you're poor and you're addicted to crack, you're sucking dick. Man, that just happens, dude. Don't fight this. That's what happens, you know? And then I tell him, I tell him these, this story, and I go, see, now, you know, if you just had that, if you didn't buy that fucking game, spent that 60 bucks, you wouldn't be addicted to meth, sucking dick, in some corner, some random street, you know? So, remember, kids, sucking dick leads to death, no, uh, six, losing, spending your money, Stupidly leads to sucking dick. There you go. There you go. But you know, I mean, if that's your thing, though, if you like sucking dick, you know, that's uh, that's free, right? Yeah. Anyway, right? I don't see any any guy like I'm. I'm pretty confident. You know, if you throw out a dick suck, you'd be like, "Hey, I will suck your dick." I'm pretty sure most guys would be like, "Yeah, why not?" You know, why not? Yeah, I can go for a dick suck. It's all good. Haircut and a dick suck. Who knows? Oh man, this, this Prius is intense. Prius Prime, motherfucker. What you know about the Prius? Prius Prime, the fuck? I didn't even know there was a fucking Prius Prime. What the fuck? Riker is my joy. What? Riker is my joy. You're throwing all kinds of mixed messages out there. Prius Prime. Some old fucking lady. Your car says Riker is your job. What the fuck does that even mean? That's scary. Anyways, that's it for podcast. Uh, for me's car car thoughts. Just want to throw that out there. Remember, everybody, uh, racism leads to sucking dick or death. One of the two, depending on what what's worse. <laughs> that should be like the greatest question ever. What's worse, death or cock? Can you imagine that shit? That'd be funny. No, would it? Wait, what am I saying? Alright, anyways, I'm out. Let me uh, pause this piece of shit. That's it for uh podcast for me. I, uh, the car thoughts and... <laughs> I should re- re- renege it to, uh, like, dick cast or <laughs> something like that. I think I say dick quite a bit. That was my Aquaman review, too. You know, hey, Jason Momoa, identical twin? I wish. Anyways, um, if you wanna, if you have any comments on this, or you wanna argue or some bullshit like that, I'm at the podcast for me at gmail.com. You can email me; I'll read that shit on this podcast. Um, if you want to leave me a review on the iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts, that's cool too. Um, I'm at the ad podcast for me Twitter. I'm usually looking at Twitter every other day or maybe every day. I'm also at the Facebook. You could, you know, podcast for me there too. I think I even have a website. That's www.podcastforme.com. 
yeah, that's uh, that's a bit about it. So as always with all these podcasts, I always end it the same way. Be the better you. Be a better person than you were yesterday. And that's a that's a thing you can endeavor forever. Right? I mean, you want to be stronger, you want to be faster, you want to be smarter. Always try to grow as a human being. Why keep yourself at a static state? You know, unless you're God, you're perfect or whatever. But most most times, you were put on this earth to move forward. You know, someone does something shitty, try to apologize, try to forgive them, you know, unless they're like doing some hard shit, like killing you. That kind of sucks. Don't forgive them, I guess. But, um, yeah, you know, try to always take up some challenges, you know, to better yourself. A better you is a better world. <laughs> a better me is a better, a better you. And that re- means a better world, right? Yeah, that sounds good, right? Anyways, as always, stay frosty, everyone. Hey, it's the devil, and the devil is.